talks come from a different cloth Y'all would get ripped apart You want a diamond, then you gotta get it in the dark We dropping nuggets like Carmelo went to Rucker Park Now we eating from state to state, we scrape the plate I put my eggs in a basket, took a leap of faith I took a chance, now we grow and see the impact Decoding success with special guests, now let's bring match Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode number 194 of the Decoding Success Podcast. You are rocking with your host, Matt Labrie, and we are introducing to you today yet another living legend, monumental figure in sports and entertainment and in business nonetheless, our friend Bruce Buffer, international sports and entertainment host, UFC Octagon announcer, which many of you have seen him, especially in past weeks, and I'm sure many, many years, motivational speaker author, business entrepreneur extraordinaire, and many more titles to this gentleman's name, we are going to be diving into Bruce's journey in life, business, relationships, personal development, and beyond. Super excited to be able to amplify all of this to you today, and I guarantee you there is value to be unpacked, so I'm going to throw it out there. When you find this episode to be of value, make sure you are sharing it because you have the ability to be a beacon of light today to someone, whether it's on your social feeds, your Instagram stories, wherever the case is, even if you're just sliding in our DMs on Instagram, make sure you let us know what was of value to you because we love hearing that type of stuff. And as mentioned, you have the opportunity to be a beacon of light, so make sure you're doing that for the people that are in your life. Also, I want to throw this out there. We have officially announced it. Wednesday, September 1st, New York City, we are celebrating the 200th episode release of the Decoding Success Podcast. We are bringing the night in with food, drinks, music, and dancing. Most importantly, networking with like-minded, high-performing individuals that support this show, that listen to this show, that have been on this show and beyond. We would love to have you there. It is totally free as of right now. That is limited. I am throwing that out there. It is limited. So if you are interested in coming, make sure you get your tickets now. You can do so in the show notes of this episode by clicking the hyperlink, which will drive you to an Eventbrite page. Again, it is limited free tickets limited. Make sure you're hopping on that unless you want to pay, unless you want to support by getting a t-shirt. That is totally up to you. I'm throwing it out there. We are loving the energy that's around this event thus far, and we want to have you there celebrating with us, bringing in this milestone because we appreciate you. An amazing night of networking, mingling, and fun in store. Again, Wednesday, 9-1, September 1, 7 p.m., New York City at one of the city's most gorgeous venues nonetheless. Make sure you check that out. And now without further ado, we bring to you our friend, Living Legend, episode number 194 with Bruce Buffer. Bruce, welcome to the show, my friend. Really excited to have you and to decode your success. Now, in your famous words, it is time. Are you ready to have your success decoded? Uh, yeah, let's decode the hell out of me. Go ahead. <laughs> let's do it. First question for you. How do you personally define success? Success is uh, fulfillment of one's goals, whether mm -hmm. monetized or not. And also success is going out, like I say in my podcast, setting a goal, learning as much about that goal and knowledge before you step on that path to achieve that goal. And then if you feel that you've been the best you can be, then to me, that's success. Whether you're number one or number two, just be the best you can be and uh, prepare, plan and prepare. Cool. Now, just to get a little bit deeper on that, I'm curious. Now, if I'm pursuing a goal and I don't necessarily fulfill it, but I was the best I could be in pursuit of that goal. Would you consider that successful or not? 
Yeah, I think it's a personal success because you're winning at the based on the abilities that you have. Right. You know, I mean, you can't be somebody that you're not. If you set out to do something and you feel that you fulfilled it to a level personally that you're fulfilled, then that's winning. That's, you know, success. Maybe you're not, you know, making the most money out of it if there is money involved or you're not number one. But it's just all about being the best you can be, man. Not everybody's the greatest at what they do. That's why there's competition in life. Sure. Totally get that. And I definitely appreciate that perspective. Now, what was it that got you to view success in a light? Was it a certain event? Was it certain individuals? Maybe it was a different you know, group of people or? Well, everybody in life has mentors or people they learn from or role models. For me in my life, as I wrote about in my book, It's Time, my family's very close knit. My dad was very entrepreneurial minded and um, I was working with him so we could pay the family bills back when I was young at, you know, 14 right? Uh, doing collector shows and other things that we did, you know, when he quit his job as a fortune 500 vice president to pursue his love of writing and did what he did at, at a late age, what I did in my eight, late thirties, around 38, when I sold two companies to take over management of a man called Michael Buffer and his phrase, let's get ready to rumble and trade market and work with him. We hadn't even so much as made a hat or a t-shirt. Um, I took what I learned as a young kid through teachings my dad gave me and, of course, in companies that I owned since I was 19 in the telemarketing, nutritional, import, export business. I owned a number of different companies. Life is about experiences. The first time you go through something, if you have an experience, it's a negative experience. That's not a mistake. That's a learning experience. If you go, if you make that same mistake, if you do that experience again, then it's a mistake. You don't want to make mistakes in life, but you have to have reference points of learning experiences to realize what's right for you and what's wrong for you and what works. And the only way you get that in life is by reps or experiencing life and taking a shot and stepping on that path and, 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 and trying to achieve something no matter what the odds are. Right. But it depends on the individual. Not everybody's built for that. Not everybody's entrepreneurially minded. People need their, you know, to do a good job for a salary and get a paycheck each week. Me, I've never been of that ilk. I've always been, which I respect tremendously because you need, you need those people. But the top 2%, some people say 1% earn the most money, run the companies, are the leaders of the world. Not everybody can be a leader. There's leaders that achieve and lead the pack. And then life is like a pyramid. You've got the leaders at the top, but you've got the people on salaries and the people packing your boxes and answering the phones and doing all the legwork that needs to be done, which make that base. And that base has to be strong. So you have to nourish that base. So are you a leader or are you a follower who can do a great job with somebody else leading you? I think one has to realize where their abilities lie within themselves to truly achieve in life what they set out to achieve. Now, when it comes to your life experiences, have you ever found yourself in a position where you were making that mistake, right? As you just alluded to, you know, you learn a lesson one time, second time, it's a mistake. Were you ever rejecting something that life was trying to teach you and you saw it kept popping up and popping up and popping up? You mean as far as like a situation that came up against? Well, yeah, just any life experience, as you were just alluding to right there. Um, you know, you were talking about life being a set of experiences. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the similar experience, the similar situation can come up, but in a different situation. Right. But it's still the same experience. Mm -hmm. So we all have mental mind.
and banks to store our knowledge from. You have to draw from those experiences, which again, could come up again, but in a different situation, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's communication with another human being, whether it's making a decision to go right or left at the stoplight, whatever, you, you just have to have reference points, right. but you got to apply them to different things. It's kind of like screenwriting. When my dad, who was a writer, he said, there's basically 16 plots, but there's 150 ways to tell each story. Mm. So you're going to come across different experiences in different situations that are similar. Yeah, totally agree with that. And I appreciate you sharing that. Now, Bruce, I know you do a ton of these podcasts. You have your own podcast, write books. You come in contact with a lot of people. I'm curious, what's a question you wish more people would ask you? I never really think about that, you know, because I'm so open to any questions. So I've never, that's an interesting question because I've never thought about that. Well, it's selfish. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's kind of a selfish, egotistical self-question. And I'm not... I'm very unselfish and and I have a constructive ego, but I don't have an egotistical ego. There's conceited ego and there's constructive ego. I I come from the yoke where I have a three foot theory that I want to see everybody around me happy, prosperous and healthy. And I feel that if I can help them achieve that or give off that kind of a vibe, it'll all come back to me. So I I lead a very unselfish existence. Right. I love even though I'm even though I go out to achieve and be the best of what I can be in everything I do. Well, I also think that you achieve success by helping others achieve it as you were just alluding to. Yeah. Well, competition breeds success and success breeds competition. And I love seeing people successful. Yeah. Now, if they're going after the same job I'm going after the same end result or goal, then it's up to me to do, be the best I can be mm-hmm. to win that game. Right. So you recognize who your opponent, if they are an opponent is. Right, right, right. Not everybody's an opponent. They can be supporters at the same time. How do you identify that? Just through knowledge and experience and communication. Okay. Then you got to decipher, are they your they there to help you because they're looking to not help you in the long run. You know, mm-hmm. people have games. you got to be able to read people. That's why I play poker. I don't play poker by playing the cards. I play the player. Mm, that's interesting. That's, that same mental attitude applies in different areas of life. Right, right, right. I love that. Now uh, you talked about, talked about mentorship. I'm curious, what do you feel like was the best piece of advice you've ever received and why was it given to you? Win like you're used to it and lose like it doesn't bother you. Okay. Right. I mean, you go in to achieve something and you do, again, you do the best job you can. And just like in poker, losing a hand, you know, it bothers you for a second, but you got to go on to the next hand. You can't keep living that last hand. You learn from it. Mm. Definitely learn from it. And another one is a bufferism I have, which is BSC, which is ball skill and confidence. And I have to have all three of those in hand, or I'm not going to sit down at that poker table or at that business table to make that decision. But you still need a good 10% luck factor to go with everything you do. What's your advice to not hang on to those losses? You got to get the Velcro off your ass and realize when it's time to get up from the table. You can't, if the, if you're in a game where you're losing and losing and losing and there's no end in sight, but you're so passionate about it, but you're losing, you got to make a decision when it's time to let something go. Mm. It's kind of like a relationship. Is it really healthy for me or is it not healthy for me? You know? Yeah, you gotta I make do. A decision. You got to be willing to walk away and you, or you got to be willing to stay in the game and nourish it and let right. it grow. Right, right, right. Now, what is a piece of advice that you were given that you didn't want to hear, but proved to be true over time? Uh, just like when I took over my management, my brother, well, like an example is when people maybe say the, that's not going to happen. You're not going to do that. You're against all odds. Well, just like my bourbon puncher's chance, right? <laughs> I believe that everybody has a puncher's chance in life and one punch can change it. Right. You know, so if I'm passionate about something, I'm going to go for it. And when I sold two companies, when I was making excellent money, 
back in like the mid nineties to take over full management and partnership with my brother, Michael and the let's get ready to rumble brand, which would basically was at its starting point. Let's say it hadn't had anything done with it. And we built it to a approximately a half billion dollar brand. Um, there was a lot of trial and error in there. And people said, why are you giving up all the security to go for something that there's no security about no guarantees? Mm. Well, sometimes just like, uh, Tom Cruise said in the movie Risky Business, you got to just say, what the F? You got to go for it. You got to roll the dice. You know, that's what entrepreneurs do. But that's where you got to realize, are you an entrepreneur or you're a good follower to be a good employee for, for a great company or a business that you like? How do you suggest someone identify that? I, I've done both, right? I own my own business now, but I also used to work for one of the sharks on Shark Tank. So I, I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I'm just curious to hear your opinion there. You know, it's, it's self-analyzation. Um, do I want the security of a paycheck or do I want to be paid for what I'm worth and what I produce? Right. You know, you got to realize which one are you? Right. People yeah, need the security. The people right. need the security of the pay. If that's the case and stick with it. Right. Know? Right. What was it that necessarily came over you in the moment of after you sold the two companies and you were, you were looking to take that leap? Like in that moment, did you feel like something inside of you or was it just like a fuck it moment? No, I was always an entrepreneur because I owned those two companies because I was an entrepreneur. Right. I started my first business when I was 19. Right. So I've always been entrepreneurially minded. Right. I, no, I started my first business in high school when I was uh, 16, making jewelry and selling it to the girls and the teachers in high school. You know? <laughs> I made necklaces, bracelets and uh, earrings. And I was, you know, netting myself 600 or more a month in like 1974. Oh, that's you good know? money. Well, yeah, think about what that money is today. So I realized I had a gift. I had a gift for Gab. I had a gift for business. And it just all evolved from there. I love that. Uh, listen, Bruce, I could ask you a million and one more questions. I want to make sure I'm getting you out of here on time. Okay. What do you have coming up that you want to make people aware of? You have the podcast. You have the book out. Um, what else do you have going on? Well, I started a company called Millions.co. I'm a founder in, co-founder in, which if you look up millions.co.co, and it teaches professional fighters, boxers, mixed martial artists, uh, Muay Thai fighters, Jits fighters, you know, how to brand themselves. And we make merchandise for you. We There's no cost to you. We show you how you can interact with your fan base and your social media and monetize yourself and start making money and building your brand at an early stage, not thinking you have to have a 250,000 followers or more to be able to qualify for that. Right? Right, right. So a lot of people, a lot of fighters, they only look forward to their fight purses and they don't make any money unless they have secondary jobs. I want every fighter to make a million dollars every time they step in the, uh, you know, the ring or the octagon or the cage or whatever. I mean, it's just a lifelong goal I've had. And this is a way of giving back a lot of advice on branding and marketing yourself. So if you're a professional fighter and you're watching this uh, interview right now, go to millions.co and check it out. If you're not go to millions.co anyway, and see the fighters that are on there. And, you know, you can buy merchandise from me, merchandise from them. Like next week on June 9th, I'm having a AMA called ask me anything. You pay a small fee and we sit there and we talk about UFC 263 and you can ask me anything you want. Awesome. You'd be able to touch other fighters that you're fans of, you know, to do the same. So there's that. I also have my own line of cologne and energy products coming out. The it's timeline. Uh, the energy products will be out first in the next month. It's the most amazing natural energy formula to give you the biggest boost that fighters can even consume without any problem with the solder or whatever a couple of days before a fight because it doesn't have crap in it. It's got good stuff in it. It's incredible. And um, it's going to be all over the world. This is out of England. It's being distributed all over the world. And you're going to see a lot of fanfare about that. Very so, cool stuff. Always working on stuff, my friend. Always well, that, working. That, that's a good thing. 
And yeah, and the videos and the uh, intros, weddings, birthdays, Father's Day, you name it, everything else I do, I do on Cameo or you go to brucebuffer.com and that business has grown exponentially huge over the COVID period and will continue to. And my partner, Kristen, and I, when we do weddings and stuff like that, of which I've got three to do today, um, we get tears in our eyes from the thank you notes and now being part of so much special day. It's an honor. Yeah. And partial proceeds go to animal children and military charities. And I don't charge over the top for them. I want to make everybody happy, even though it's a ton of work for me, but I get off of making people happy. So that's good stuff, Bruce. I definitely appreciate it. Now I'm going to make sure all of the links to what we were just mentioning is in the show notes of this episode, but to take you, I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. To take us out of here. If you could only give one piece of advice the rest of your life, what would it be? Believe in yourself. Mm Hmm. And follow your life with passion. I love that. Little extra thing is if you have something you're passionate about and you can monetize it, you won't be going to work every day. You'll be living a job with life by design. You'll be in life by design, right? right? Which is much more fun to do. If you can monetize it and get out of it, what you truly like to get from something you truly love to do in your work life. Mm. But whether it's personal work or otherwise, just follow life with passion. And be respectful to everybody around you. Treat everybody around you with respect and treat people the way you wish to be treated. Right. Agreed. Bruce, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you again for hopping on here. I know you got to run, so I'm going to let you get out of here on time. Have a good one. Thanks, Matt. You take care, buddy. Have a good one. Stay Bye-bye. Safe. And that is it, folks. Episode number 194 with Bruce Buffer is officially in the books. Shout out to Bruce for adding this value today. Make sure you are sharing this episode. Connect with Bruce on social. Check out his website. All of that good stuff is in the show notes. Again, sharing this, you have the opportunity to be be a beacon of light. If you're still listening to this right now, you evidently found it to be of value. Otherwise, you would have got the hell out of here and did something else with your life. Regardless, make sure you're sharing it. Again, join us. New York City, 9-1, September 1, 7 p.m. We are celebrating the 200th episode of this show being released and we are super stoked to have you a lot of fun in store for that evening check it out in the show notes click the link it's hyperlinked it will drive you to an eventbrite page and we're getting down that night we're gonna have a good time i promise you that until next time everyone be blessed peace